everyone. Welcome to the latest in our series of podcasts on bulk annuities. I'm delighted to be joined today by Richard Priestley, who's the Managing Director of Caniston Life's Insurance Division, and Helen Hallam, who's Lead Counsel for Insurance at Caniston Life. Richard and Helen are going to talk to us today about recent market volatility and how that has affected the market, what trustees can do to make sure that they're still attractive to insurers in that kind of market. And then we'll also move on to the role of requested contractual terms, RCTs, in the bulk annuity quotation process and how they can best be used by trustees to make sure, again, that their scheme is attractive to insurers and that they are getting the right points across during the quotation process. Thanks very much, Richard and Helen. So if we could start off, Richard, over the past year or so, many schemes have been finding that they're a lot closer to buyouts than expected, I think. So but the trustees may feel nervous about committing to a transaction at a time of market uncertainty and volatility. So what would you say to trustees who have those sorts of concerns? Hi, Rachel. I can certainly understand why trustees are nervous about committing to a transaction in such uncertain times. We face high employment, high inflation and potentially recession. Faced with these difficulties, it's quite easy sometimes to sit and do nothing. But in reality, for trustees, these are risks going forwards. And I think when you find yourself in a position where your, your scheme is more funded and you can actually afford a buyout, there's a real opportunity at the moment to purchase a policy, gain some insurance about these risks and actually start to remove these risks from the scheme. That then transfers the worry from the trustee to the insurance company. Thanks, Richard. So given that these conditions, obviously, they won't last indefinitely, what practical steps could trustees take to increase the likelihood of being able to execute a transaction quickly? I think what a trustee should be doing at the moment is thinking about how to make their scheme attractive to insurers. So, for example, they could consider changing their asset mix to better match their liabilities that makes the scheme more attractive to insurers if they're doing in-specie asset transfers. It also potentially gives them more certainty about the pricing because they're not exposed to the risk between the disinvestment date and the actual on-risk date. There's an opportunity there to pass over assets that uh, make the scheme attractive to the insurer. I think the other thing they need to consider is actually just the general quality of their scheme data and also their approach to the transaction, in particular thinking about what they want to get out of it. And we'll talk about this later, but how they want to approach things like RCTs and what they need from the insurer to make the transaction viable. And given the unprecedented nature of COVID though, during the last few years, what are your thoughts on ignoring the mortality experience of 2020 and 2021? I think that's a really good question. It's quite interesting because initially, in a number of valuation bases, initially many actuaries were tempted just to ignore the experience of COVID because it was something we'd never seen before and updating our models was quite complex. In reality, I think we're now two years into the COVID experience and we simply can't ignore it. 
Now, it will affect longevity in a number of different ways. For example, it's put unprecedented pressure on the NHS, both to treat COVID and other related conditions, and we're seeing long waiting lists. There's also the, the fact that COVID is still out there. It is still um, impacting people. It is still causing an effect on mortality. And then the final point we need to think about, we have seen high excess deaths for a couple of years now. Does that mean that those people that have had COVID and survived are potentially more healthy? All of these things are now being factored into pricing bases. But I think the net impact is that pricing is still very attractive for trustees. So I think if it'd be good to transact now rather than potentially waiting, even if you do believe that there may be uh, more impacts on the mortality now. I think personally, removing that risk from your scheme as quickly as possible, if you can afford it, is a wise and prudent thing to do. Thanks, Richard. I'm sure a lot of trustees will be looking at that very carefully. Helen, Richard's mentioned RCTs briefly, so requested contractual terms. Insurers increasingly receive a, a fairly detailed list of RCTs during the quotation stage. Trustees use insurers' responses to those requests to decide which insurer to go with, obviously along with the price quoted. So how can trustees balance their list of RCTs with their desire to make the scheme attractive to insurers? Thanks, Rachel. And um, morning to everyone who's listening. Thank you for having us on your podcast. Um, I think the important thing to think about when you're talking about RCTs is the purpose of the RCTs. Um, taking a step back, it's the trustee's best opportunity to ask the insurer for the key terms that they'd like while they have the most bargaining power because of the commercial pressure on the insurer to um, win the deal. So it's a great time to bring forward the, the things that a trustee really cares about. But often we see that the RCTs are used as a long wish list of terms um, that cover almost every single point in the contracts, when chances are there are some critical points in there that need to be focused on for the trustees. And um, if we see a short list of three points that need to be escalated internally, then it's quite often the case that the trustee might get more movement on those three points that they've pointed out as the crucial things. If a trustee is trying to get their deal done, we think they should be mindful about the RCTs. There are two approaches, um, a long list of general nice to have RCTs, but the risk is that they might not get so much movement on the material points for the trustee and it might take us longer to get back to them. And um, the second approach is to give a specific bespoke list of red line points that are specific to their scheme um, and put the focus on the ones that the trustee really wants. For instance, we've seen a scheme where for very good reasons they wanted as little investment in tobacco as possible so that was brought to our attention on you know very early on and then we could work with our investments team to work out what our exposure to a tobacco investments was and and then give the trustee comfort about the very small level of tobacco investments that we hold another one that people might be interested in as trustees especially in this point in the market is to achieve price certainty um, and this does vary by insurer. The main thing that trustees care about is after data verification, the, the insurer's ability to reprice the deal. Um, and we have very limited scenarios where we would apply the material change threshold. So um, 
if that's an important point to the trustee, then it's something that's helpful to draw out at RCT stage. Thanks, Helen. And does the position differ, though, depending on the size of schemes? So, for example, are insurers more willing to engage with a longer list of RCTs where the scheme is particularly large? Yeah, so when we are deciding whether to quote, we always consider a range of factors. Um, the size of scheme is obviously important, um, but also the complexity of the benefits, the quality of the data and the number and nature of RCTs. This helps us decide where best to use our resource. So a small scheme with complex benefits or difficult RCTs is unlikely to be prioritised over a, a larger, more straightforward scheme. So overall, we're more likely to engage with a longer list of RCTs for a larger scheme, but there are other factors we consider when we are deciding whether to quote. And generally speaking, um, no matter the size of the scheme, we, we always receive a long list of RCTs, like very occasionally we'll have a handful of key points. But, you know, we've never turned away a trustee because of the length of the list of RCTs. And as a lawyer, Rachel, you can probably sympathise with me that the legal team do the work, most of the work on the RCTs. So you don't want to be the reason why an important deal for the business falls yes. over. But I think what does happen is that if an insurer is very busy and their pricing team is like, you know, um, working all hours, then it might not be possible to fit in responding to a long list of RCTs and getting the pricing team and the director's input. So other people's capacity might be the real limitation. And I think the result of that is that we might end up being unable to move from our standard position if we can't get the time in with the pricing team, because it takes a lot of time and consideration to push the normal boundaries. So once again, a shorter list of RCTs just highlighting the key considerations um, for the trustee will enable us to focus time and effort onto the points that really matter. We certainly all have a very positive reaction when we see a short list of material points. And I think it shows that the trustees advisors have read our standard policy and decided it reflects the market standard position, which we do make every effort to keep it up to date. Um, and that the advisors are a bit more attuned to taking a commercial approach and getting a deal done quickly. So it's just encouraging to see, you know, three points rather than the usual 28. <laughs> Thanks, Helen. So hey. a very clear message to trustees and their advisors there that uh, being focused and really thinking about what the key material points for your particular scheme are. Um, will be will be important, particularly in a busy market um, as as we have now. Well, that's been a really interesting and valuable discussion. Thanks very much, Richard and Helen, and we hope to see you all for our next podcast. Thanks very much.